Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, friends, and welcome to the mini-edit from Edit Your Life. In these snack-sized mini-episodes, I answer your questions about everything from self-care to parenting to relationships to home and more. Think of me like that friend you text or call when you need a quick piece of compassionate and candid advice. Send me your questions. Today's question came via Instagram, and it is about fitting in reading. Here's the listener's note. Do you have a mini edit on fitting in reading? There are so many books that I want to read, but it takes me three weeks to finish one if I only read at bedtime. And because I work at home, I don't drive much, so audiobooks are hard to incorporate into my day. To answer this question, I decided to ask some of my particularly voracious friends for recommendations. Now, before I get to these recommendations, I will point you to a mini edit that I recorded last year on finding new books to read in case you're having trouble sourcing material. And I wanted to share that one of my very favorite things, which I just did this past weekend, is to head to the new releases section at the library and just go through and pick books off the shelves and see if the first page grabs me. I'll try to check out a stack of five or so options spanning different genres, usually literary fiction, contemporary romance, or suspense, And it's just a lovely way to be in the community and support a community resource. The first recommendation comes from my friend and the incredible New York Times bestselling author, Ilion Wu. Ilion's book, Master Slave, Husband, Wife, was actually my very favorite book I read last year. It is incredible. And there's a reason why it is a New York Times top 10 book of the year pick. Ilion writes, the best thing I can do to make more time for books is to reduce my screen time. If I'm really honest with myself, I know I waste a lot of time on my phone, precious minutes I don't think I have. I try to remind myself that all those minutes scrolling equals a novel, and novel reading feels so much better. I know this is something that all of us struggle with, or any of us with a phone struggle with, and it connects hand in hand with having a bunch of good book options on your side table, because if you have those options, you have something easy to pick up. So definitely recommend loading yourself with options whether it's on a Kindle or a physical book, which is definitely my preference, and give yourself that choice. My friend Jessica Leahy, also an incredible author and New York Times bestselling author of The Gift of Failure, and she also wrote The Addiction Inoculation. She says, 
audiobooks. I'm almost always listening to one if I'm not working or talking to someone, and it makes irksome tasks better. So I wanted to point this out because the listener did write that they aren't commuting, so audiobooks aren't possible, but you can fit in audiobooks at different snippets of the day, like perhaps if you're making dinner or doing chores or what have you. We'll be right back. Especially in this digital age, since we're well beyond handwritten journals and letters to convey history, the preservation of stories is so important, especially from the moms and mom figures in our lives. And if you've been looking for a way to collect those stories but aren't sure how to start, I have a recommendation for you. StoryWorth makes it easy. Every week, they email a loved one of your choosing a question prompt that you pick. For example, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? And what aspects of having children didn't turn out the way you expected? Your loved one responds to that email with a story of any length. You will receive copies of these emails as they are submitted, and after one year, StoryWorth compiles the stories and any photos provided into a keepsake book. A friend recently shared how moving it was that her mom gifted copies of her StoryWorth album to immediate family members, a genius idea for expanding the preservation and sharing of those stories to people in different households and generations. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com edit. That's storyworth.com edit to save $10 on your first purchase. As you know, I am all about micro-improvements. And if you'd like to dedicate a little time each day to learn a language, I have a great solution for you. Babbel is a science-backed language learning app that offers 10-minute language lessons designed to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Materials are rooted in real-life situations, so you can learn important basics such as ordering food and asking for directions. Babbel offers personalized learning content, real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations, and their speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. No matter what level you are looking for, casual, intense, or something in between, you can enjoy app lessons, podcasts, and live classes from the comfort of your home on your schedule. Here's a special limited time deal for Edit Your Life listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for Edit Your Life listeners at babbel.com edit. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com edit. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash edit. Rules and restrictions may apply. The third recommendation is from my friend Erin Lane, and I loved this. It was just a little bit different. She writes, I read a lot over the weekend. I make a list of chores, things I need to do, and then after they are done, I sit on the porch and read. Or sometimes that's how I start my Saturday or Sunday, coffee and a few chapters. Of course, I do have kids that sleep until noon. This is harder for anyone who has young kids. I just love that this was really about setting intentions and space around your weekend and prioritizing reading. So I loved that. Thank you, Erin. My fourth recommendation comes from the wonderful Jessica Turner, who was a guest here on the episode Finding Your Fringe Hours. And she directed me to a post she wrote called How Busy Moms Can Find Time to Read. And I will link that up in the show notes. And she wrote in that post, in the survey I conducted for my book, The Fringe Hours, Making Time for You, I asked women what they would do if they had more time. The number one answer, read. So Jessica has a bunch of tips at her post. And the one I wanted to share here includes flipping the script a little bit about when you read, especially given that a lot of people, including myself, read before bed. She recommends reading in the morning and writes, 
Though I often write in the morning, I usually read at least a few pages before I go to work. I often read while I'm blow drying my hair, eating breakfast, etc. While this doesn't amount to a huge quantity of pages, it is still time spent reading. And finally, I wanted to share an idea from Jansen of Everyday Reading. Jessica Turner reminded me of her wonderful blog, and she wrote a post called How to Read More Books, Seven Easy Tricks. And the one I wanted to share here was Read First Thing. She writes, If you're anything like me, you've probably had the experience of thinking, I'll just do a couple of quick things and then I'll get in bed early and read for 30 minutes before I fall asleep. But then suddenly your watch says 11 and you've spent the whole night on your laptop or puttering around the house. Once I noticed that this was happening basically every night, I started trying to read for at least 15 to 20 minutes after the girls are in bed before I do anything else. The dishes or laundry can wait 10 more minutes and my email inbox doesn't need to be answered right this second. And magically, once I've engaged with a good book for the evening, it's much easier to blow through my chores and get back to my book. I also wanted to co-sign a couple of other things from Jansen's post, which is to keep different options on hand to suit your reading mood and also ditch books you aren't enjoying. I've shared this numerous times, but I have a 50-page litmus test. If I'm not into a book by page 50, I'm out. I hope this was helpful. And if you have a question for me, please drop me a line at edityourlifeshow at gmail.com or DM or comment on a post on Facebook or Instagram at edityourlifeshow. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wannabe Clutter Free a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.